Welcome to our new micro podcast series, where authors answer four questions provided by the Journal of Neurophysiology's Editor-in-Chief, Professor Nino Ramirez. Hi, I'm Jamie Jones, your host, and I hope you enjoy this new series. Sit back, relax, and take a listen. Hi, my name is Minoru Shino Shinohara, and I'm an associate professor in the School of Biological Sciences at the Georgia Institute of Technology in Atlanta. And my name is Mitchell St. Pierre. I'm a former graduate research assistant at Georgia Tech, and I currently work as a research specialist at the Takeda Pharmaceutical Company. We would like to introduce our research paper titled Transcutaneous Vagus Nerve Stimulation at Nonspecific Timings During Training can compromise motor adaptation in healthy humans. Yes, so in our human neuromuscular physiology lab, we study the neuromuscular physiology underlying neuromotor control and adaptations in humans. In this study, we were interested in translating an emerging neurostimulation paradigm that can facilitate motor recovery after stroke or spinal cord injury in small animals. With an implanted electrode attached to the vagus nerve in the neck of injured rats, research has shown that motor recovery with rehabilitation training is facilitated when the stimulation is applied immediately after successful trials to learn. People believe that modulation of central neurotransmitters such as acetylcholine and norepinephrine is involved in this process. Interestingly, the timing of vagus nerve stimulation during training is critical. When the stimulation is applied at times not specifically associated with successful trials, like random application, the effect is absent in injured rats and even negative for motor adaptation in healthy mice. To translate this neurostimulation paradigm to humans, until this study, there was no report that used a non-invasive form of vagus nerve stimulation during motor training in humans. So our aim with this study was to examine if a non-invasive approach to applying transcutaneous vagus nerve stimulation, also known as TVNS, during motor training would affect motor adaptation in humans. If there was an effect, we sought to understand the neuromotor adaptations that occur when TVNS is applied continuously throughout motor training trials in healthy humans. We chose continuous stimulation because defining successive trials can be complicated in quantitative experimental studies in healthy humans. Since the continuous stimulation is not specifically associated with successful trials, we hypothesized that the motor skill improvement would be compromised. In this study, participants performed visuomotor skill training to control finger forces during five training sessions over a two-week period. And we found that applying TVNS throughout each training trial attenuated motor adaptation, especially in the earlier phases. However, improvement within a training session was not affected by the application of TVNS. Right. So our findings are the first evidence demonstrating that transcutaneous vagus nerve stimulation during training influences motor adaptation in humans. The attenuated adaptation and the lack of effect on within session improvement in humans with the continuous TVNS are both consistent with the literature on mice that receive vagus nerve stimulation without associating it with successful trials. So 
Our results support that the non-invasive form of vagus nerve stimulation, TVNS, during training can produce similar effects in humans as those with an invasive form of stimulation in animals. We believe this is a landmark paper providing a scientific basis for future studies that would explore and advance the application of TVNS during motor training in humans. So I'd like to provide a little bit more detail of the methods we used for this study. We had 24 healthy young adults assigned to one of two groups, either the TVNS group or the sham group. And all participants completed visuomotor training over a two week period while receiving stimulation to the outer ear. Before and after each training session, participants performed the same task without outer ear stimulation to assess visuomotor skill. Subjects in the TVNS group received electrical stimulation to the tragus as our method of applying TVNS. Subjects in the sham group received stimulation to the earlobe. Training consisted of five sessions during the two-week span with 10 to 50 training trials per session. And we found that the rate of error reduction was slower in the earlier sessions for the TVNS group compared to the sham group. And applying TVNS throughout each trial attenuated the motor adaptation process, especially in the earlier phases. Again, within session improvement did not significantly differ between groups, and was not affected by the application of TVNS. Yeah, so for the next steps, uh, we have developed wireless closed loop systems to apply TVNS only after successful trials. And we are getting ready to test its efficacy in clinical populations. One of the systems is for therapists to visually identify successful trials and trigger TVNS using a smartphone. For another system, we have developed a machine learning algorithm so that a computer can identify successful trials and trigger TVNS automatically. These systems will allow us to study the effects of movement-associated TVNS and underlying neural mechanisms for enhancing motor recovery in clinical populations and facilitating motor learning in healthy populations. Thank you very much for your interest in our research, and we hope you enjoy reading our paper titled Transcutaneous Vagus Nerve Stimulation at Nonspecific Timings During Training Can Compromise Motor Adaptation in Healthy Humans. Yes, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Journal of Neurophysiology and produced by me, Jamie Jones. If you would like to hear our latest episodes, please visit the Journal of Neurophysiology's homepage.